Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Hope you're having a great day. Real quick, hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And don't forget, today's episode is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado. A lot of great headlines I want to get into. A little bit controversial one that we're going to dig into. Didn't think I was going to get into it, but I'm going to do it. I don't care. I'm going to do it. But anyway, got a lot to get into. It's weird at my house right now. I'm usually recording these in the morning. But today, because my kids are on summer break and they got swim lessons in the morning, blah, 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 long and short, they're spending the night at somebody uh, at, at their Gam's house. And it just opened up my my afternoon to record. So I'm doing it. It's a little weird around the house when, when they're not here because I'm so used to them. Like I keep looking over my right shoulder expecting one of them to kind of make their like goofy face like, what you doing? What does, what's cunt mean? Because <laughs> I say bad words. Uh, so it, it's weird in the house. And it's a little odd, like when, if you have kids, whether they're fully grown and out of the house or not, it's always hard when they would go, when they go spend the night at somebody's house because you're just so used to them being there. You got to prep to make sure that your phone is, the ringer is on overnight. I usually shut it off at night. But it's on just in case there's an emergency. And then as I'm like going up the stairs to my room, I'll look over to the side and be like, where is she? Where is she? Where's my little girl? And then she's not there. And it's fine. (laughs) So it's always, it's a little nerve wracking. I just, you know, I'm so used to being around them. But it's good. It's good for them. It's good for us. Speaking of what's good for you, let's jump into those headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. (laughs) Oh, the day has finally come, and it's, well, I guess in a sense it's come. It hasn't officially come yet. Pat Sajak is done with Wheel of Fortune. It's going to be as of next year. So he still has, you know, the rest of this year to go through. But it's going to be his 41st and final season. Although, this is what's weird. So, they announced who his replacement was. And I got to be honest, I, I, I'm I'm mixed feelings on his replacement. His replacement is Ryan Seacrest, who who's just, he, he's just out there too much. He's almost oversaturated because he, he's always here and there and blah, 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 doing the, like, the, the New Year's Eve shit and... He was on with Kelly Ripa and, and doing stuff. He has a radio show or did. I think he quit his radio show and, and all this shit. He's just everywhere. But it doesn't feel like that he holds down a gig for too long. And I feel like whoever does the Wheel of Fortune gig needs to be just there. You got to plant some roots in this thing and, and not go anywhere. Pat Sajak has been doing it for 40 fucking years. It's ridiculous, (laughs) but good for him. It's going to be weird. But going back to Pat Sajak, this blew my mind when I was reading some articles about this transition from Pat Sajak to Ryan Seacrest is Pat Sajak is going to stay on as a consultant for Wheel of Fortune for three fucking years. That's ridiculous. What is he going to be consulting for that long. It's not that hard of a gig, Pat. I'm sorry. 
you're just scamming the Sony network. And good for you. If they're going to pay you to do it, good for you. But I could see that maybe being a three-week thing, maybe a couple months. But three years is a joke. That's ridiculous. But again, it's one of those things where if somebody wants to pay you the money, okay, do it. But that that's a joke. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's a joke. I started looking at how much Vanna White and Pat Sajak make for doing that show, which again, great show. Love it. Anytime it's on, I want to watch it. Okay. It's very captivating. I like watching the show. Vanna White makes, it's estimated, some are reporting she makes $3 million a year. But then somebody did the breakdown of it, and it seems more like it's $10 million a year. So Wheel of Fortune films six episodes per day for four days each month. That's a whopping 288 episodes in only 48 days of work. When you do the math, excuse me, as I as I burped, <laughs> I'm so professional. When you do the math to break it down, her estimated $10 million salary, that means Vanna White makes over $34,000 per episode and $208,000 per workday. That's insane. Now, that's pretty good. She makes $10 million a, a, a year touching letters basically she doesn't even have to flip them anymore right she just goes beep oh 10 million dollars girl way to go pat sajak he makes 15 million dollars a year now he's the main face of it and he's dealing with the the contestants so yeah he deserves the extra five million dollars a year people don't need to bitch and complain about that she's paid handsomely as is he so that all being said, Ryan Seacrest is going to be the new host of Wheel of Fortune once Pat Sajak steps down in 2024. I'm not overly thrilled with Ryan Seacrest being the new host, but that being said, I don't I, I can't think of anyone else that could do the job or should do the job. Really. I was sitting there going, yeah, well, who else should it be? And really nobody's stands out now keep in mind pat sajak used to be a radio guy i want to say he was a stand-up comedian possibly but you know he was essentially an unknown when he took over the job so would that work nowadays i don't think it would work nowadays because it's just not the same environment anymore so you do have to go with a name whether we like ryan seacrest or not so speaking of that, I put this out. I put the news out on Twitter, and uh, I had a bunch of you guys respond. Ramon said in regards to Ryan Seacrest being the new host, F that guy. He's oversaturated. He's just like everywhere. I agree, Ramon. It, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't think of him in one spot other than the New Year's Eve per party show, whatever the fuck he does. That's the only thing that he does consistently, I feel like. And other than that, like, he's just a host. He's a bounce-around host. So I, that's what bugs me about it. Melissa wrote, I hate it. There is such a thing as too much Seacrest. 
yeah, exactly. Adrian said it should have been Peter North. <laughs> there we go. Adrian knows. If you don't know who Peter North is, he's a well-endowed porn star from Canada. I, I actually Googled his name just to make sure I was correct. He's a retired, I believe he's in the Porn Hall of Fame. And yeah, he's from Canada. <laughs> and he's been married for like, I want to say like eight, nine years, which is bizarre. I, I, then I started thinking to be like, what is that like? Are they like constantly banging? Because he's got to have a, a an appetite to be fulfilled because he was a porn star for so freaking long. Like they have to bang like nonstop, right? Right? Sorry, that's just where my mind goes. Anyway, Brian says, don't care who it is as long as Pat Sajak is gone. Brian, I have never heard anybody say ill words about Pat Sajak. Pat Sajak is a saint, you motherfucker. Brian, Brian, wash your mouth out with soap, you bastard. <laughs> I have never heard anybody say they hate Pat Sajak. It's so bizarre to me. But hey. That's fine. It's your opinion. Tex wrote in, one, hate it. Two, literally most, almost anyone else, please. I screwed that up, but you get the point. Michael said, well, I guess since DeHuff is busy, Seacrest will do. <laughs> I would have done it if they asked. I wouldn't do well at all with that. Could you imagine just like somebody says something dumb? You, you see those viral videos all the time of people saying, you know, the answer ends up being like this old house. And then th their answer is, uh, 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 and then they don't say anything. They have like every letter, but like the O and then this, uh, small house. What? That, no, that's too many letters. <laughs> Could you just imagine if you were just being the host, it would be too stressful because I would just want to react be like, no, no, that doesn't make sense. Maybe that's what Wheel of Fortune needs, to be honest, because it is good, but I think that would be too jarring because, let's be honest, a good amount of their watchers, their their viewers, are probably like 70, 80s, 90s, 100-year-old people. Yeah, a few of the hundreds. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? As much as, like, I think every age bracket tends to like that show, I'm guessing it's heavy on north of 60 so they would not appreciate my sense of humor of going oh my god i can't believe you just said that that is a horrible horrible answer and then like all the contestants are like you know they have a, like a box of tissue next to them because i'm constantly uh berating them for being a moron meanwhile if i was on there trying to guess i'd probably be doing the exact same thing be like ah ah fancy pants they're like what no Boxer briefs. How are you alive? <laughs> you are a dumb motherfucker. Uh, anyway, let me know who, if it wasn't Ryan Seacrest taking over for Pat Sajak, who should it be? Because I'm running a blank. Kanye West? No, he's too crazy. <laughs> he, <laughs> that would be good. That would be fucking hilarious. But no, it's not going to be Kanye West. The next thing that popped in my head was Snoop Dogg. And I, cause everybody loves Snoop Dogg. He's just such a great personality. But that being said, he'd be high as fuck during the whole thing. And you know, there'd be these dramatic pauses. 
And then people will be like, hey, um, hey, Snoop, are you still playing? And he's like, oh, shit. I'm so fucked up right now. <laughs> it would be hilarious. But listen, I don't know anybody that could do the gig. Back in the day, they would just grab some miscellaneous no-name person, quote-unquote no-name, and that would work. That doesn't work nowadays. We just It's just a different environment. So if you got an idea of who it should have been, or when Ryan Seacrest decides he wants to quit his retirement plan, I don't know what the hell he's thinking. If, if he sticks with it, I'm fine, but whatever. I just don't see him doing it. Who else should it have been? DeHuffOnCensored at gmail.com or at the Huff Podcast on social media. This is bizarre. I have never heard of somebody doing this before, and my wife sent me this story, and it just blows my mind. You know the artist Pink, the singer? Freaking hot. Oh, my God. I, uh, anyway. Uh, okay. Focus, Scott. Focus. Voice of an angel. Body of a goddess. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I blacked out. What happened? Anyway, Pink was performing her headlining set in British Summertime Festival in London when somebody threw a baggie full of ashes up onto the stage. Then Pink picks it up thinking, what the fuck is this? And she says, is this your mom? Followed up by, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> then she's. Then she set it down. First of all, how awkward for her. What is she supposed to do? Like, oh, I'm singing a song. Oh, do you want me to spread these ashes everywhere so everybody can inhale your mom or what you think is your mom? Because I believe there's a large percentage of what you get for ashes from your loved one that's not really your, your loved one. But we don't need to get into that. I should have done some research on that. But it's it's not what you think. There's a large percentage of what goes in the urn that isn't actually your loved one, which is kind of sad. But that being said, I'm perfectly fine getting cremated. Or the more I think about it, I kind of want my body to be donated to a body farm. Those like FBI study things where they stick my body in a weird environment and then they can study the, the, you know, as my body decomposes. I think that would be kind of cool. Except for, like, you know, if, as I visit my body, be like, oh, let's go check on the old body, see how it's going. And then I go over there, and there's, like, you know, maggots eating my dick. <laughs> That's a lovely visual. Thank you for that, Scott. As you're eating your noodles this morning or this afternoon, whenever you're listening. <laughs> but who, who decides to bring their ashes and then throw them at uh, somebody singing a song? That's horrible. It's so awkward for Pink. I, I just can't imagine. I don't even know what you say to that. What do you say to that? I think what she says, what she did is, is exactly what anybody would do. Like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. And just set it down and hope it goes away. <laughs> That's so gross. I, I wouldn't be happy. Listen, I tell you what, if I show up somewhere I'm doing an event or we just run into each other and you hand me a bag of ashes. I am not going to be happy. I got to be honest. I'm just putting that out there, guys. <laughs> not going to be happy. Be like, what, what do you want me to do with this? Huh? Huh? <laughs> what? You want me to snort it? Because I'll snort it. 
I wouldn't snort it. That'd be gross. I will tell you this real quick. Stupid things that I did when I was a kid. Snorting Kool-Aid. Did you ever do that? The dumbest. That's probably why, why I'm so stupid. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, hey, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, that's right. Snorting Kool-Aid. I, the dumbest fucking thing. There was like all these guys in the neighborhood. And we're all doing it. And we're like, this is fantastic. It's like we're doing drugs, guys. Never done cocaine in my life. Never. But I have snorted Kool-Aid. <laughs> That's so dumb. Gross. Then I'm blowing out boogers that are like purple or orange or, or green. And then if like my mom sees it, she's like, oh, my God, honey, we need to take you to the doctor. You're sick, honey. You're sick. Lay down. Oh, my God, my baby. There's something wrong with him. His boogers are all purple. <laughs> no, Mom. No, look. They taste like grape. Oh, my God. You're eating your boogers. Anyway. <laughs> a woman claims that she was robbed at gunpoint by a man, and then he ordered her to add him on Facebook and asked her out on a date. <laughs> her name's Amber Baron, and Damien Boyce even offered to pay her back for the robbery because, you know what? She was just so pretty. <laughs> and he asked her for the Facebook ad and if he'd like to if she'd like to chill out with him. Listen, I'm not a ladies man, okay? Never claimed to be. In my mind, yes. Uh in reality, no. No. I don't know how I landed my wife. I got to be honest. But here's the thing. <laughs> Robbing somebody and then going, "Hey, maybe we hang out sometime. You're real pretty." Also, hey, could you add me on Facebook? Thanks. I just don't get it. You young people, I don't understand. Is this how you date people nowadays? I thought it was like, you know, you know, swipe left, swipe, swipe right. No, 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 no. It's, it's a robbery. Okay. It's what really gets people going. That is the dumbest fucking thing. Now, here's what's going to piss me off. If we find out that like two months from now, they're like, hey, you remember that lady that got held up at gunpoint, and the guy forced her to add him on Facebook and all this stuff. Anyway, they're engaged, and she's pregnant. I'd be like, oh, my God, that is so horrific. That is like setting back women and just everybody in general back. Like, oh, okay, so this is a thing that we can do. This is a great option for me. So fucking stupid. That guy is a moron. <laughs> And if she if she pursues him in any fashion, even if she humors him and says, let's go get coffee. No, 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 bad, no, bad. Roll up a newspaper, hit her on the nose. That's bad. Oh, my God. Ah, oh, people, some people who would even think that that's a good idea. You know why? It's because he's probably watched too much porn and porn has stupid storylines like that. I'm not I'm not even joking. If you've watched porn before, they have dumb fucking stories like that. Be like, I I'm here to rob you. And then like he's like wearing like super tight pants that show off his dong. And then and she's like just, you know, her boobs are about popping out of her dress. And and he's like, Give me all your money. She's like, Give me a second. And then and then he's like, Hmm, girl, you fine. Maybe. And then she starts licking the the, you know, the gun. And next thing you know, they're fucking. <laughs> uh, I should write for porn. Oh, my God. 
That's that. I think that that's kind of what confuses a lot of people about how to interact with people, uh, with uh, interact with other people, is that they watch stuff like that and they live in a fantasy world. That that's not a logical human being. That's somebody that being influenced by stupidity, and he's a moron for doing that. Anyway, hey, we got more coming your way, but first we're changing the game. Help your bets stay hot this summer at SuperBook Sports the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And now when you use the promo code mile high, you're going to score up to $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose Superbook will match your first bet up to 250 bucks with promo code mile high. So go ahead and download the Superbook sports app, enter the promo code mile high, and you're going to get that $250 courtesy of Superbook sports. Go ahead and visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. There's a lot of people upset about this, but I don't see what the big deal is. The Denver Broncos are about to start training camp, and what you can do right now via Ticketmaster is get your tickets. They're free. They're free tickets. You don't have to pay for Broncos training camp but you can't attend training camp without a ticket before leading up to this all years past. It's been, you just show up and you go, you go in there and it's cool. You just find a place to sit. Not a big deal. But the problem is, is it gets, it's, it's a bit chaotic. So I believe what they're trying to do is get a a better idea and help manage the situation. It sucks, though, because on a whim, you could all of a sudden have a day off. Your schedule changes. There's a lot of people that, like, all of a sudden be like, I was supposed to work yes, or I was supposed to work today, but I just had to switch shifts with somebody because they needed another day off. Anyway, long and short of it, I'm off today. You know what? We're looking for something to do. Let's go down to Broncos training camp. It's just something different to do. And you won't have that flexibility of going, Let's just just drive down there because it used to be you just drive up, find a parking spot, and then you go in there and you watch it. It was really cool and convenient. Now it's a little bit frustrating that you have to get a ticket. That being said, it's not the end of the world. You don't have to pay for it, but it is going to be a little bit tighter and organized. And part of that is Sean Payton, the Broncos' new head coach, doesn't want it to be too crazy of an environment. It'll be interesting to see how this goes. I know people like James Merrillat of denversports.com made a comment on social media saying that he's essentially fearful that in the near future, this could mean that you actually pay for tickets to attend Broncos training camp. That will be annoying, and that will be frustrating as a fan. Be like, listen, we're already shelling out a, a shit ton of money as it is on a daily basis you know, whether it's going to a Broncos game or just in life in general, don't be fucking taking money out of our pockets even more. That that would be frustrating. So as long as they keep it free, I guess I can deal with it. It's going to be a little bit of a hassle for people because you lose that uh, spontaneity with it. I plan on going. I'll be going out there as, as a media member and I'll try to get some interviews with um, some guys. We'll see. But uh, I got to be honest, it get, it's really fucking boring out there, especially when it's fucking hot. 
Oh my God. When it's like a hundred some degrees and I'm just like, Oh my, I'm sweating my nuts off. Uh, it's just not that fun, but that's where like, if you are able to interact with the players, the players are usually really good about signing autographs, especially for the younger kids. I think that's cool. It's a fun, it's fun. I remember when I was a kid, I, I was part of the big brother, big sisters program since my father passed away when I was so young. And my mom got us into that program. So my big brother, Jay, I believe his name was, took me to Broncos training camp at the time up in Greeley. And I remember, I have a picture somewhere where it, you know, uh, John Elway is surrounded by a big group of people, just a huge group of people. And he's like signing autographs and stuff like that. I thought that was really cool. I didn't actually interact with John Elway at that time, but... I, I remember it, and I thought it was neat. I'm like, that's John Elway. That's really cool. And I like I see him on TV. So it's one of those r- neat things as a kid to go see your players in a more relaxed environment, and you're really close to them. And I think that's neat. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. And hopefully, again, hopefully they don't start charging. Hey, you know what we need to start charging for? Going into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> I won't make you pay, Jesus. Somebody's like, hey, what? Is that mean I have some pay? No. El Papa Grande DBU. I love saying that name. It's like the only name I can say well with rolling. Is that rolling my R's? El Papa Grande. Oh, I can't do it. Grande. Oh, I don't know what I'm doing with my voice there, but it's horrible. El Papa Grande, DBU, sent, he sent me a video because I reached out to everybody on Twitter and I said, hey, if there's anything, any stories or topics you want me to hit on, let me know. And then he sent, sent me this video from 6th Street in Austin, Texas. And there's a woman on her knees in the middle of the street at night surrounded by a a bunch of guys everybody's like drinking and everybody's got their cell phones out and she's just smearing horse shit all over her face and body you 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 heard that right okay i don't understand that why would you think that that's a good idea i don't know enough about drugs what the fuck is she on is that like ecstasy or something like that i i don't know i feel I feel really stupid because I'm trying to wrap my mind around why somebody would think that's a good idea. Why is that a good idea? Rubbing horse shit all over yourself. Man, and here's what's crazy. She's a very pretty woman. And I'm like sitting there going, you know, set aside the horse shit. Come on. Maybe I could look past the horse shit. I don't know. <laughs> then, then what was funny is like he he posted that and sent it to me. And then this guy, like, uh, Gringe Lord Redacted, wrote, only something a little kid would tweet. And they kind of went back and forth at each other. And then I responded, and it kind of uh, nulled the situation when I was like, yeah, you know, she's pretty hot aside from the horse shit. <laughs> and the guy's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? Could you imagine if you saw somebody you know, God forbid that was your kid, rubbing horse shit all and she's like rubbing it on her mouth it may have got into her it probably did let's be honest she probably ingested horse shit 
Imagine going to the doctor. God, man, my stomach's all fucked up. I got like pink eye in both eyes. What? How did that happen, honey or uh, ma'am? I don't know why your doctor would be calling you honey. <laughs> it would be weird going into the doctor and trying to explain that. Well, here's the thing. Uh, the reason why I have pink eye in both my eyes is because I was rubbing horse feces all over my face, right? Who hasn't done that, right, Doc? Anyway, and the reason why my stomach is messed up and I feel like that I may have some sort of infection in my stomach or esophagus is because I actually ingested said uh, horse shit. And he's like looking at her like, okay, okay. I always knew you were a bit freaky, but did not expect this one. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'd be so pissed off. Like, if that was my daughter, I'd just be like, I, I wouldn't even know what to say. Be like, what? What? Poop? Horsey? No. Why? Wow. Listen, I, I never wanted to say this to you because, listen, we all make mistakes, but I got to be honest. Seeing a video of you rubbing horse shit all over your body in the middle of the street, I got to be honest, honey. I'm very disappointed in you. I don't think you can rebound from this ever. You're not invited to holidays ever again. Christmas is canceled forever. <laughs> oh my God. That's so awful. Speaking of things that I don't understand, I'm going to get into this and I know it's a bit controversial, but I want to address it because I haven't really heard anybody address it. And it's one of those things where it's so out of control right now, and it's it's a bit bizarre. But I just want to address it, and I'm not going to give you, you know, a, a political stand on this. I'm just going to give you my honest thoughts on this. Bud Light. The whole Bud Light shit. So, what was it, back in April, Bud Light did a campaign with that uh, Dylan Mulvaney Mulvaney is like a TikTok star, which I hate TikTok stars. I hate my daughter will sit there and scroll through TikTok. I'll be like, what do you want to watch tonight before? Because we'll go through TikTok because some of it is funny. But then like the past couple of days, she's like, let's just search sour candy. And it's just people eating candy. But some of the people there need to get punched in the face because they're fucking annoying. And they're like, this is sour candy. Oh, now I'm going to drink the soda. Oh my God, my eyes. It's frustrating. I hate, I, I, I don't like TikTok stars at all. I would have to say like 90% of them. By the way, you can follow me on TikTok at the Huff Podcast. <laughs> anyway, so here's the thing. They do this campaign and they're, they're, trying to do a contest with Dylan and it just backfires. Why? Because they're, they're also promoting that Dylan is celebrating her first year as, as a woman. Cause she, she transitioned from a man to a woman. Okay. Bud Light has lost so much business from this. It's insane. Bud Light, Lost the top brand spot for beer. It's now Modelo, which Modelo is pretty good. I got to be honest. When I worked at Chipotle, we sold Modelo, and it was really good. Uh, the, the Negro Modelo is really good. I love that stuff. 
Anyway, so for the past like three months, it's been declining, just going into the shitter because everybody's boycotting this. In the week ending of June 17th, sales of Bud Light declined 28.5%. Since the boycott began, Anheuser-Busch stock is down more than 15%. Now, as of today, as I record this, Anheuser-Busch started a new ad campaign called That's Who We Are. Because they're really, they're scrambling because the person that decided to go with this ad campaign of really just pushing the fact that Dylan is a transitioning transition to a woman and really just kind of hammering on that, exploiting Dylan in a sense. If you think about it, she's just the pawn. I don't know. It, it, it kind of bugs me it, the more you start looking at it. The first ad campaign, though, with this one trying to make up for what they've done is... The first ad is dubbed, We Make the Beer, includes a 30-second and a 60-second spot that features more than 140 Anheuser-Busch employees, growers, wholesalers, partners in the ad campaign. Because they're trying to prove that, shit, like if you guys are boycotting, boycotting this beer, you're, you're causing damage to these individuals that are actually, you know, they work for us and this is their livelihood. So you're boycotting what our our CEO and our salespeople decided to to run with because they did that. You're you're fucking everybody else over, and people are going to start losing their jobs. I'm going to go through this and keep in mind I'm not fully educated on the LGBTQ situation as far as every aspect of that. But what I will tell you is straight from my heart, okay? In as as honest as I can be. We as people tend to fear change, especially when it's something we don't fully understand. And it makes it worse when the media or large companies try and shove change down our throats. I've talked to a lot of people about this. Be like, so what are your thoughts on this? I've talked to bar owners, a few bar owners on this. And they're like, honestly, I don't care. But uh, especially the last guy I talked to, he's like, the, the people that come in here, the, like they're they're like secretly, can I order a Bud Light and just not make a big deal out of it? And they're like, yeah, I don't care. Um, and and here's the thing: there's there's different levels of differences, like likes and dislikes, food, comedy, movies, and there's plenty of things that we don't understand in this world, especially like comes to science and blah, blah, blah. I get and respect the idea of transgender people. I don't fully understand it. Okay. I, I just being honest with you, it's foreign to me. I have no hate towards individuals that feel that they are trapped in a body that doesn't line up with their mind. Okay. But again, I don't fully understand it. And honestly, I don't think anybody understands it except for that individual or individuals that are going through it themselves. And I think it's a little bit wrong and naive for people to try to exploit that. And I feel like that's what Anheuser-Busch did, is they exploited Dylan. They're like, let's jump on this quote-unquote bandwagon of 
you know, make a movement and just force this agenda and make people see that, hey, hey, we accept everybody. Do you really need to exploit somebody and just say, hey, we're celebrating uh, her one-year anniversary of womanhood? How about you just do this? How about instead of adding that into your campaign, you still use Dylan, but you just never mention that shit and just celebrate the fact that she's a personality and she's a woman and she drinks beer and she likes it this particular way or whatever. She's a human being. She she drinks it. Who fucking cares? But instead, you're sitting there trying to jam that down everybody's throat. And I think that's really what pissed people off. I've met a small amount of people who are in the process of transitioning. And guess what? They're all amazing people. Every single one of them that I, I've run into and, and interacted with. Okay? They're not sitting there being like, Scott, are you tired of that penis between your legs? <sighs> Ball sack getting you down? I tell you what. Why don't you go get some uh, tuck and, you know, how about trying out a vagina for a bit? No, nobody's trying to do that. <laughs> nobody's trying to do that. Okay? I know several people that are in the gay community. I don't understand how someone can be attracted to another man because, let's be honest, guys, we're disgusting. <laughs> we're disgusting. I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, why? Why would anybody want this? <laughs> it's gross. It's hairy and ugh. But hey, just because I don't understand it doesn't mean it's wrong. At the end of the day, all I care about, and I've said this a million times on this podcast, is all I care about is if someone is a good person or not. I may not understand what's going on in their mind, what they enjoy, what they dislike, what they're attracted to. Nobody is lesser than me because of who they love or what they identify as. We're all different. We're all weird or goofy in some way. That's normal. And let's be honest. Look at yourself in the mirror. Set aside your discomfort with the whole Bud Light thing real quick. You're a weird motherfucker, aren't you? You are. On some level, there's some weird shit. I'm not saying like kinky shit. Maybe it is kinky shit. I don't know. But there's always something like weird. It's weird. It's just different levels of it. And that's okay. My biggest thing is, and like I said, at the end of the day, it's just about being a good person. That's it. Who fucking cares what somebody identifies as and who cares what they, who they love? That's it. That's all that matters in life. Fuck, man. I just don't like it when corporate entities try to force everyone to accept a massive culture change. Because it's not that easy. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around it. I, I remember when I was 18, seeing somebody that was, I, I want to say they were transitioning. I don't know if that was still, if that was officially a thing back then. But it was a guy, you know, dressing like a woman. And he came into the Safeway I worked at almost every single night, getting groceries or, or whatever. And that and I, di I didn't understand it, and I, I don't fully understand it now. Was I, like, hurling insults at them? No. They're, they're nice. I don't care. 
just like I don't care if, if you start interacting with me and you know and you are whoever you are. Just corporate needs to fucking butt out. Sell sell your beer. Try not to focus on somebody's personal life. I have no problem with Dylan and what she's doing. Right? I just don't like it that that Bud Light was trying to sell that. And and they should be uh, feel so much shame for that. We're going to get there as a society when it comes to all this, you know, accepting everybody for who they are. But the problem is, is when you have corporate entities trying to profit off of that, it, it backfires. And part of me thinks that Bud Light really pushed back the LGBTQ uh, community back a bit. You didn't help anybody by doing this. Don't sell somebody's personal life in order for you to make beer sales. But that's what they were doing. And really, honestly, don't make a fucking TikToker (laughs) your your face of the the ad campaign. Because so many people hate TikTokers. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts on this. Did I did I go overboard on this? I don't think I did. And here's here's what's also annoying too. Is you see there's a lot of people like say Kid Rock out there shooting beer cans and because he's like fuck this is America. I like I like vagina and whatever he's doing. And then there's uh other people out I'm trying to remember all the the people that are like Travis Tritt. Like he's like I you know if you if you don't sell uh, or if you sell beer uh, Bud Light at my concerts. I'm not doing the concert type of shit. It's like, fuck off. It's so ridiculous. It's so childish. And it, overall, overall, it's it's childish. Garth Brooks uh, took a lot of heat for, because I guess he's opening up a new bar called Friends in Low Places Bar in Honky Tonk. And he said, I want, to be a pla- I want it to be a place you feel safe in. I want it to be a place where you feel like there are manners and people like one another. Then he said, and yes, we're going to serve every brand of beer. We just are. It's not our decision to make, he added. And he said, our thing is, if you are let into the, this house, love one another. If you're an asshole, there are plenty of other places on lower Broadway. And that's the thing. He's been promoting love everybody for who they are for a long fucking time. His album, The Chase, where he has the song, We Shall Be Free, when you're free to love anyone you choose. He's, he talks about r- r- racial issues. He talks about uh, homophobia. All this stuff in there. This is not new. So when you have people like protest, like Rob Schneider, the biggest joke in fucking comedy there ever was. Biggest asshole. I met him like two or three times. And each time, he was a complete fucking prick to everybody. Everybody. He is literally riding the coattails off of his buddy, Adam Sandler. Which, good for him. Okay? But he's a fucking dick to people behind the scenes. And, and that's what drives me nuts. And he told, uh, he made some comment that Garth Brooks needs to keep his mouth shut. Okay, so you kind of see where Rob Schneider is. 
let's walk away from the hate for a second, guys. Do you hate somebody because they feel that their mind doesn't match up with their body? And that bugs you because you don't understand it? I, I don't know. Guys, it, it's life is short. Is it worth filling your days up with hate? How about you just fucking get over it and realize it's better to love and project positivity than it is to dwell and just sink and drown in the negativity. I don't know. I, I just, it, it, it bugs me. I It bugs me that Budweiser did what they did as far as exploiting Dylan. And I don't, I don't think they did that right. They could have gone about that a different way. They could have. But then that then it, it just that the the ball of negativity just rolls out of control and, and it just it's absurd. Listen, you guys can be mad at me for for voicing my opinion. That's fine. It's one of those things where I'm not going to talk about this again. I I'm putting it out there, giving you my perspective. I am Dahuff uncensored. Okay? I'm not going to pussyfoot around it. This is my opinion, and you can disagree with it, and that's fine. But I just think it's one of those things where why waste your time? And why boycott the beer? Okay, They've learned their lesson. They realize how powerful we all are. i got to be honest. If I go to a bar, I'm, I'm not going to order a Bud Light. You know why? Because I don't need to deal with the negativity that comes with it right now. <laughs> right? That's just the honest truth. <laughs> Not like I go hanging out at bars all the time. Like, I don't want to tuck the kids into bed. I'm going to go get drunk. <laughs> but you, you see what I'm saying. So you guys proved your point. Everybody's powerful as a, as, as a whole. But I think it got out of hand. Again, if you disagree with me, that's fine. I appreciate it. And uh, if you want, you can voice your opinions to me, positive or negative, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on my socials at Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. And make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And hopefully I didn't uh, disrespect anybody when it comes to either side of this debate. I'm not trying to be like that. The only people that I have ill feelings toward is Bud Light. And, and I just feel like they did Dylan wrong. And they just really kind of pushed back the LGBTQ uh, community. Am I saying that right? Nobody's around. I'm looking at the wall. <laughs> I don't know who, I don't know if I am. It gets confusing, okay? Jesus. Again, we're all trying to learn. And, and, and I think there's a lot of us that are like, we're trying to learn. Just be patient with us, please. Okay? If I call somebody the wrong pronoun, don't get mad at me, okay? I know it's frustrating, but please be patient with me. That being said, I'm trying. I am trying to be a better person when it comes to this stuff. And I think a lot of us are. Not, not everybody is. But here's the thing. We should all try, okay? There's nothing wrong with that. I would rather be embraceful with... Uh, positive vibes than be a negative dick okay that's just me anyway i could i could just spin my wheels on this you guys heard what i said it is what it is 
anyway, be happy, be loving towards people. Um, yeah, there you go. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you can share it with your friends, thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. You guys are amazing. Hopefully this doesn't have a, a negative, uh, you know, effect on my podcast. I, I know it's a little bit risky actually voicing an opinion, but that's, that's just the way it is, guys. I'm sorry. I just, I feel like that we're, we're better than this as a, as a whole. And it's easy to get tied up in, in hate. And we just need to stop. Anyway, thank you guys so much. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.